Hey, welcome people to the first time. Welcome back again, whatever. This is DSC, Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. And this is our cross uh, yearly cross with uh, Iggy's Loudmouth podcast. Go around the room, introduce ourselves. It's going to be, I'm Mr. Prez. And I go by cash. I'm one half of the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast, a.k.a. Fly Eagles Fly, a.k.a. Exec P. And I'm going to toss it over to my man, Iggy. Yeah, what's up, man? I'm I'm happy to be back. This is Iggy from Iggy's Love My Podcast. I'm excited as shit. I was up late last night making sure my list was in order. Listen, this is serious. I don't know who tapping into this shit. This is <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> this is very serious. So we'll talk about this. So I'm excited to get to it, man. And if if this is your first time coming, know your eyes don't deceive you. We're all fans of the uh, Lakers. Uh, this is how we come in. We represent big time. Salute to the goat. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Wait hey, a minute. Wait. A minute. We're not. Wait. We're not all fans of the Lakers. We're not all fans of the Lakers, man. But you got on the here. I'm just show. I'm just showing love to my man Cole Mamba mentality, man. Oh, okay. Okay. Everybody can be one for the legend. Everybody can be one for the legend. So we're allowed to be. <laughs> but let's go ahead and jump on into this, people. This is our yearly music wrap up. We're gonna co- we got a couple different topics we're gonna jump into. I'll let Cash run that down for you per the usual. Go ahead, Cash. All right, all right, all right. So we're gonna break this down into three segments, but starting off, I'm gonna just let you know overall what we're gonna discuss. So at the beginning, we're gonna discuss veteran of the year. Rookie of the year, worst verse of the year, 2021 rising star, verse of the year, overrated album of the year, the best EP in hip hop and R&B, and also the best R&B album and rap album. Now we got a bunch of picks. We got top fives, top tens. It just depends on the categories. So stick around if you're interested in that. We gonna get right to it. So Prez, with that said, man. Let us know where you want to start, because I know you got a particular order for us. Let's go ahead and start with the top three EPs, rap albums. Top three EP rap albums. Top three EPs. Let's toss it to first. So we're going to toss it out to Iggy on Iggy's Loudmouth podcast. Number one podcast in Tennessee. Yeah, I said all of Tennessee. All of Tennessee. All of Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, that's, correct. that's correct. Uh man, y'all picked a hard one, man. This is one of the ones that I had a hard time with getting it together, Brett. Because it was some hard EPs this year. Uh so my top three, if we're doing three, I'm going three to three to three to one. My two, I have a question about, but uh my third, I'm going with, with Jeezy 2020 Pyrex. That's okay, my third. Okay. Uh second. Was the I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and give it to to uh, Lulu Conway, but I I only gave it to him. I was gonna give it to Currency, the Outrunners, but I didn't know how that was gonna get defined. So if it's defined as an EP, that's my number two. But if it's not, Conway is my number two. And then um, a, kind of an upcomer, but not really to me. I mean, I kind of who he was, but uh, Melvani, who the fuck is Melvani? Um, came out early January, <clears throat> and I've been playing that. The entire year, so that's my number. So, yo, who's, okay, who's okay, that so who's the last dude? Melvani, he from New York. Oh man, I, yeah, I got to plug yeah, in. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know that. I, yeah, he came out in January, bro, and it's like I, I I went through my list of and I played every all, on my list, and I was like, yeah, this this still stands over all of these. So, and that's oh, and I fuck with Currency and Conway, you know, those are my dogs, but the sound on uh, Melvani's joint is dope. It's five tracks, I think. Uh, or four, four or five, something like that. But it's it's yeah. quick, but it's dope. Sat with Jaru New York. That shit was hard, bro. Yeah, I definitely okay, got to okay. get into that, man. Because I, yeah, yeah, I don't know it. This is why we do this, man. This is why we <laughs> yeah, do exactly. it, man. There so you, you get put on at the same time, man. Yeah, here we go, Iggy. Yeah. Once again, last year he putting us on to some brand new artists, and this year too. You can't doubt us, though, because you go back and listen at these things, man. And they they be classics, like uh, I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure. It's hard. But uh, it's hard. next time you coming out, I need a little bit more conviction. Not like I I guess I get. I need you to know. <laughs> well, because you listen. Cause y'all the thing about the EPs, y'all listen. Listen, y'all y'all said the thing about the EPs, and I, I forgot time. Twenty five. Twenty five minutes. 
So I think Outrunners is twenty four, but it's got like six or seven tracks. So I was oh, trying to. It like was the minutes. We settled they... on the minutes. Like we yeah, settled. Okay, okay, so then yeah, okay. Currency the Outrunners is number two. For me. All right. Fair enough, okay. Fair okay. Enough. And and then, and can you tell us a little bit about each one of those, or break down something into it, like what what they should be looking for on those albums, and why as why you chose as, those as far as, as far as um, my top three. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think Jeezy twenty twenty Pyrex probably is better than Recession 2 as far as what he released this year. And that's a bold statement. I don't like people, but I, it, shit was hard, bro. It's a straight playthrough, no skips. It's the energy that G, G like the, the reason why Prez was hyping Jeezy so much, it's all in that EP. You know what I'm saying? So like, you just play it all the way through. Uh, number two uh, on the Outrunners is Currency and Harry Fraud. They have a storied history of making very dope projects together. And this is another one, and the features on it are hard. Uh, Rick Ross got one of the better verses uh, on uh, Magello Red on, on of the year to me on that on that. And Conway's on there. Uh, he's got a son. Uh, he's got a song about um, uh, just family shit. Like it's just different shit he's talking about on there. So it's cool. And then uh, Malvani, young cat, energy straight. Um, and he got a, he got. I feel like he could get his own lane. A lot of a lot of cats in New York doing the. the the trap shit right now, um, and and the bouncy shit and um, the drill shit, not the trap shit, but the drill shit, and he don't he not really doing that. He doing his own thing, so that's why I like this. Okay, okay. Iggy mentioned something very specific right there. He said like uh what what I'd have said about it before and why I was hype on Jeezy. If y'all don't know, we've been doing this for a minute. This don't sleep on the kind of podcast. We got a back catalog on the audio portion. If you want to go to the YouTube, we got a back catalog on there. I'm telling you, it's tons of albums we reviewed throughout the year. We try to hit them up as soon as they come out. If it was a good album yeah, yeah, coming yeah. out that week, we got reviews out there. So go back and check that out. And then Iggy uh got the back catalog as well on his uh on his podcast audio and you can go check those out where he speaks on a lot of things and a lot of things that's uh pertaining to the neighborhood that he's at in, in Tennessee. So yeah definitely definitely For check sure. out those back catalogs if you're sure. if you're wondering like what does he mean by any of that. So cash uh, well, look, oh go ahead go ahead go ahead Iggy go ahead Iggy I was just gonna say listen man if you if you don't know Prez was on you know, shitting on T.I. for the sake of Jeezy for a good three or four months. <laughs> you don't need a backstory to that. You should be able to keep it. <laughs> yeah, pl- plug in, man, because Prez been on one the last two, three months. Man. I'm not, I don't even, I'm not sure where his T.I. hate come from either. I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. It's not no hate. It's just speaking the truth on the situation. I know T.I. is a good artist and all this, but come on, y'all still trying to hold him in too high regard and for the current situation that it is. Hey, we, we covered this last week. Like I said, go listen to that last week's podcast. You're hear the discussion between me and Cash, and we went through and through on that T.I. versus uh, of why he ain't really checking for him and who he'd like to see instead of T.I. It's a lot of people. He, 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 he named a lot of people. <laughs> uh, but just keep it moving the top three EPs cash let's go alright so for me at number three I got one that basically caters to fathers and going along that that line in uh, boys boys in the hood so it's Sky Zoo Brooklyn Zone it's called Milestones so that's number two it's a really solid listen it came out around Father's Day and it's it's really good it's a really good uh, EP my number two is uh, Terrence Martin, Robert Glasper, and Ninth Wonder. It's called Dinner Party. So that's just that's just great music all all around, man. Like I tried to put other ones in there as far as the the shoot 'em up, bang bang guys, but this one was just if you were a fan of Terrence Martin and and Ninth Wonder and not really familiar with Robert Glasper, which I wasn't, but just those two guys alone made me want to dig in and see what this project was about. So, you know, with that said, man, I was like, I, I, I definitely got to give it up for this one because I kept returning to it because it's of its musicality. You know what I mean? And then number one is to, you know, the one half of the slaughter, man. Joel and King Crooked with Hard. That EP had me rewind and shit like back I in the day. I would have I broke my rewind button <laughs> if we still was on cassette tapes. So 
that that's that's my top three, man. These boys still got it, man. And damn, I hate that Slaughterhouse broke up, but bars on top of bars. So that's my number one. Joel and King Crooked with hard. Man, that's a good list. That's a good list. I mean, I got nothing to say, nothing about that, except for that Skazoo. Uh, that's good. I, I haven't really listened. That's the reason I'm saying it. No, don't, don't, don't try to throw me down a path already. <laughs> I just haven't no, I listened. That. I gotta I'm here check to put it out. on. I'm here to put on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I guess that means it's on me now, it's right? On you player. Man, so let me go on to get into this, man. So my top three EPs at number three, I'm gonna go with the baby. Uh, my brother's keepers, long live G. So if y'all don't know, uh, the baby put out a little EP about a couple of weeks ago, and it was following the death of his uh, brother. And man, he had so many a uh, breath of emotions and stuff on that that uh, EP, and just stuff that just really hit hit with me. Like uh, when you're telling the story and you get real personal on it. Like I mean, people, you you carry people on an adventure with you or down a path with you, and they they tend to feel you. And then you get to revisit that, too, if you ever going through anything. So it kind of helps you through those things. So that's one of those emotional feel like uh, EPs. And I definitely I definitely felt what he was going through can can definitely. I think he made some of his best music throughout that as well. So uh, number two, I'm going to give it to Nick Grant. God bless the child. Uh, and this one, man, this one started hitting up right around the time the riots and everything was going on and all that stuff was hitting up real strong and just just what he was speaking on that, man, just like, hey, just more, just build up, like, this is our culture, protect our culture, all this little stuff, and just all the, the struggles and stuff that we had went through, and, like, we, we still should be recognized and be able to come together and appreciate our ourselves and every, everything that we accomplished. So, yeah, uh, good standouts from that one would be uh, love, living our various emotions, bless the child, and feds. And uh, then my number one, Ransom, Director's Cut, Scene 2. Man, if you talking what? about a lyricist, man, a lyricist. Yo, I swear this, over 20 years, I done made this man <laughs> a New Yorker. Like, he's an East Coaster, man. It took 20 years. Like, I would never think that Ransom would be in your, your number one. But, man, carry on, Prez, carry on. I give you your credit. I give you your credit. I wasn't checking for this when it came out. Uh, Cash actually sent it to me. I listened. I was just like, man, why you been hiding this type of stuff from me, man? I, I hit him up. Like, we talk forever on this right hey, here. I, I got to keep my secrets, man. Sometimes I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to deliver a dagger at, on the annual awards. But you done, you done, you done picked my guy, man. You done picked my guy. <laughs> And, and since this came out, man, this has been in steady repeat. He didn't drop two other EPs since then, but this one right here, uh, uh, the Hellraiser, Beautiful Mind, Glorious Bastards. He named them at the movies if you're catching what he's going on. But man, the stuff that he's speaking and the lyrical uh, content that he have up in here is just just deadly, man. Like it's stayed on repeat in mind, man. And then I, I didn't mention the songs off uh, the baby, but uh, the ones I liked out of that was Brothers Keepers, uh, Eight Figures featuring feature Meek Mill. And uh, Gucci Peacoat, that's the one that, that like, the one that really gets yeah. to you. Yeah, the uh, one I like on that joint with the uh, the baby is the one with Meek Mill. Like, yeah, they, like they killed that. And I think Meek came in with like maybe a, a, a cool eight bars, but I felt that shit, man. Yeah, I felt that shit. Yeah, so. it, it was good. To, uh, I, you know, I don't think the baby uh, has been getting enough love for that because he got a lot of hate from people saying he couldn't switch up content. And when he did, you know, nobody saying shit about it. So it's good that it's good that he made your list because I think he deserves that. That was a good that was a good EP. And it's cool to and hate. Know, you know what I mean? It's, it's cool to hate when when you say a cat isn't doing a certain thing and then he does exactly that. Is it's not cool to come back and be like, oh, point it out and be like, oh, okay, he switched up the flow. I was wrong. Like that's what hip hop yeah. cats do, man. They just they'll down you and say you can't do this, and then when you do it, Crazy. all all of a sudden it's like. That talk ain't exists. So, so yeah. uh, for people who don't know, like what happened since the baby dropped, he dropped the baby on baby. He dropped Kirk, and then it was one more in between. What was the other one? Uh, it's the one with the orange cover. I can't remember the name. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had one more, and everybody was saying, like in that time frame, basically almost a year, he didn't drop those three projects, and 
the sound was all sounding the same. It just sounded like one extended thing, and that's what they're saying. I may have been one of those people that said something. If you go back and check the old thing, it was uh, it was called. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it was tape. called uh, "Baby." Blame it on baby. Yeah, yeah, blame it on baby. And then, but I will readily acknowledge his growth on this one right here, and the way he's able to to change it up and be more personal within these things, man. And uh, quick little EP uh, showing his diverse styles and in his um more mature content on it. You know what so, I got to say about people that saying people need to switch it up and do this and do that? Fuck it. Like, sure. if it's working and the music is jamming, you ain't got to change a damn thing. Look how many rappers out here that has not changed over the course of 20 years and we still like their music. It, it, listen, it's, it's, we I pick and choose, day, bro. Man. We pick and choose. I, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, uh, if people want another Coke album from Pusha T, Tell them that they are, they are right. So <laughs> yeah. how does Pusha T get away with that? How does Pusha T get away with that? But the baby can't, or certain other artists can't. Exactly, you know I saying? can't. Like, I can't hold certain people to a standard that I don't hold other people to. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. shit, the shit is fire. It's fire. It's, it's working. Yeah, it's working. It's working. That's what I go to the baby for. Is that type of flow, up tempo, talking his shit. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. Man, I was going to take it in a different direction, but y'all have made me go somewhere else with y'all current talk right here. So let's go on and step into the next category and let's talk about your top five veteran albums of the year. The people who've been doing that same thing, as you say, time and time again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we went with you first last time. So we're going to start off with you this time, Cash. Cash, let me know who are your top five veteran albums and what you liked in those, uh, in those albums. All right. So... I've been struggling with the top five here, but um, I'm going to start, man. So at number five, I got my man, Yo Gotti. So I got his mm -hmm. album. Then um, who, who else I got at number What's the name of that album? Untrapped? Yes, Untrapped. My bad. Okay. And then uh, at number four, I have my man, Jada Kiss with Ignitus. And then at number three, I got my guy... That you guys would never think of, Slim Thugger. That's a, yeah, yeah, with Thug yeah. like, <laughs> hey man, you hear them beats on there? That shit is jamming from from start to finish. Like I can't deny it. And he he came with a little sneak joint and it's fire to me. Um, who else I got at number? What was that at number three or two? I think three. Sure. Man, so, I can keep count. Am I my brother's keeper? Yeah, man. Come on. <laughs> Talk, talking here. I'm talking. You got to keep count. You just, you just here to listen. So, Thug at number four. At number three. Just be number two. Yeah, okay. You said number two. Yeah. So, at number two, I got Jeezy with the recession, too. I still haven't taken that out of rotation. I don't, I don't think I will soon. Um, In words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The joint with yeah. Rick Ross on there, yeah. and then yeah, uh, yeah. there's just I can name the whole the whole album ride. There's not a weak track, even even the ones that are kind of skeptical. Ways Neo is probably the only misstep as far as features, but everybody else, I I was cool with. And that number one, mm. Queensbridge on man, Nas nice with King's Disease. Okay, yeah. okay. So hey, hey, definitely can't respect that. Definitely can't respect all oh, that whole list, man. That's that's a good list, man. I guess it's on me then, right? My my turn to go up. Yes, sir. So whew. yeah. All right, we're gonna start off with logic, no pressure. Y'all said. So and then we're gonna go with Lil Wayne. I mean, he's retired. He's retired. That, that counts, right? Okay. If you retire from something, you got to be a vet, right? Oh, <laughs> Ain't that man. how you go when you retire? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he has some joints on there. Perfect. Uh... <laughs> Cash, you look a little upset. I, I'm not... Am I defining this correctly? Oh man, this man said logic. <laughs> it's definitely defined correctly, man. Uh, but yeah, man, he has some nice joints on there, man. Uh, and, and 
surprised me on a lot of those songs. I know like a lot of stuff is like pits in the pocket sometimes with Logic, but I thought he 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 came out of that a little bit. And you know, he gave his best performance on his final album. Uh so yeah, logic, no pressure. And then next I have Lil Wayne, the funeral. So Lil Wayne did some questionable things all year round for me, but I can always say at the beginning of this year, he dropped something that I I, I appreciated since January. You know, and that's been the funeral. He must came out with the deluxe and added the song with Lou Uzi Vert, who, hey, he kind of surprised me as well on that. So that album has been, man, Mahogany, uh, Harden, like all those tracks, man, definitely, definitely, definitely stayed in rotation all of 2020. Um, next, we're going to have Royce the 5'9", The Allegory. Man, that album right there, man. You talking about capturing the moment and speaking on some truth on a, on a certain topic? That's Royce, man. And his lyricism always been there. People are finally coming around to it and giving him his props and everything. But hey, Royce been the top top of the game like for a long time. And uh, this right here, him getting his Grammy nomination. Other people are finally like recognizing it. But but this has been Royce for a while. And uh, next, I have a Black Thought, Streams of Thought, Volume 3. Nice, and, oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, that was one I struggled to keep off. That's one I yeah. struggled to keep off. And if you remember this one, if y'all can, y'all can go back and check our old stuff on YouTube or audio, like when we broke down this album. But I said, like, the way that that album comes on, it just flow Like, you get lost in the tracks. Everything just flows all together. So, like, the first four songs are just seem, like, seamless all the way through. It just seems like it's just and they definitely, one, one steady flow. Definitely. One of the martyrs got verse of the year for me off of that oh, album. We're going to get to that. Don't, 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 don't <laughs> jump ahead. Don't jump ahead. Oh, don't sorry. Let me, ahead, let me jump but, back to you. Back to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just listen. Let's not get too far out there. And then a the number one, man, uh, Young Jeezy, Recession 2. Man, <laughs> it just coming off the verses and the way he set this up, man. Uh, he had already did the 20 Pirates uh, vision, like he said. Like, that was a good one. But then the recession just seemed like a, a true callback to true form for Young Jeezy. And it was like with more mature bars and everything, it seems like he had growth. He found a way to meld his beginning fame with his uh, uh, further veteran status and, and, and give us something that we've been wanting for Jeezy for a minute. You know what I mean? And it's just like classic, it get that classic feel, but it's fresh and new, man. That, that, that album was it for me. All right. All right. We're going to toss it on over to Iggy. Let's, let's go. Your right. top five veteran album. It, it's me. It's me. All right. So mine are going to be a little different. <laughs> I got Juicy J. The hustle continues. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, Tennessee legend. Juicy J is one of my guys, bro. Like when Cash said that, I felt that because that's one of my guys too, bro. I'll be going to bat for Juicy Bear. And uh this album was good. It gave me one of the I didn't put it in my verse of the year, but uh logic on that 1995 was Ooh, very good. He had two of them on there with him, right? He had two on there with logic, yeah, but the nineteen ninety five one is the one I'm talking about fire you know what i'm saying uh and then conway had a verse on there uh mm-hmm. that was fire too and so uh you know uh i think that song's called killer but um uh, but yeah that's my number five number number four is uh one of my you know go-to's everybody know currency's my guy uh spring clean is the album or i guess I guess it'd be the mixtape album, but but this thing, so um people get on. I've been currency's been getting uh within my circle of people has been getting unnecessary hate for uh not switching his content up, ironically, and we just finished talking like that. Uh, but on Spring Clean, he has stuff on there where it's like he talking about um just personal shit. He talking about just different shit than than cars and smoking. And uh just throughout the whole the whole album there's one called i think on camera and he's just talking about like when you in a picture at a party like you don't know who really in that picture you could be with a snitch you could be with a, a whole all that so he kind of talks about that in that song and um so that shit's dope like i don't think he get enough credit for that but uh third ti the libra the number one hated this year rapper uh he he's definitely on my list um he, the features on there were very good. And then T.I., I think him and Jeezy, 
and I was just talking to my homie about this, like they've had an issue with trying to like keep their fan base, but also advance their sound. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think both of them this year delivered on that personally. I think that um, T.I. kind of found a way to balance like the harder shit with the conscious shit a little bit that he's trying to do now. Uh, and uh, my number two, Jeezy, received by recession too, but I feel like he, he it fit the theme of recession, but it wasn't, it was an updated version. You know what I'm saying? And like, uh, I feel like the the albums before that, like I feel like 2020 Pirates Vision was good because he got to get that sound out in the shorter version. You know what I'm saying? And so like, <clears throat> now he can get to this album and he can actually expand the sound out. And he's been having trouble these last three, three albums, I would say about keeping his fan base happy, but getting away from the harder trap shit that's outdated. He's been having a problem trying to balance that. And I think on Recession 2, he did a good job at doing that. And then uh, number one, Nas King's disease, obviously. Uh, for, you know, that, that one's going to be one we probably going to continue to talk about on the show. So I ain't going to say too much, but, you know, it's good. I will say this, that that album, it's good that now we can have an album where nobody can complain about the beats anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely like uh, what you were saying about the young Jeezy, I feel like that Pyrex 2020 vision was like a test bed to see if it was going to buy the sounds. And I'm pretty sure he paid close attention to those numbers and seeing that his relevance was still there because, man, he came back like full force this year after he'd known that the love was still there because uh, the verses and then the, the second album with more of what we liked it from that Pyrex 2020 vision. I mean, Pretty sure he's business minded, and he 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 watched those numbers. He was he was he was keeping track. <laughs> yeah, it's it's both both his offerings this year was good, but I'm I'm one of them Jeezy fans that even with TM one hundred four, uh, I wasn't super fan of TM one hundred four, but Pressure I like Pressure because they yeah. had the joint with J Cole yeah. and and a few yeah, other good features. Yep. He, I think he killed that. And then um, Church yeah. in These Streets was the last one. So he kind of was hit and miss. He would have a really good album, then drop one where I was like, ah, it's not bad, but it's not. But I feel like it was good. It was good for fans. Like, I like Church in the Streets. And that's me too. I took, he came. Yeah. With, yeah. He came with promoting that album. And uh, so I remember listening to it. And I liked it, but I think it was like, it, it wasn't advancing him to. Now he can start reaching a little bit more outside of that because I mean, Jeezy fans are going to like it, yes. But outside of that, if you talk to a regular hip hop listener that's not checking with Jeezy, they're going to be like, nah. But I think Recession 2 put him in that realm now where he can get a little bit more listeners because you know, we, we like Jeezy, but you know, we older now, we can't be hearing about selling, watch what you're saying because i guarantee you're going to contradict yourself in this in this same <laughs> podcast about what you're saying right now i'm just saying bro i'm just saying i'm just saying i i you know i'm just saying people are i still don't mind it i'm just saying like with him he's got to update that sound a little bit you can talk about the same things but update the sound around it you know what i mean and i think yeah. he's done that now so, yeah. so I think what you're trying to say is just like, uh, so we, we gave you the top three EPs that we gave, and then now we gave you the veteran albums that, that we recognize and the people who came up with them kind of recognize their, their, uh, their body of work, but it's a little bit harder to talk to if you talk to a new generation, like, uh, hip-hop artist or hip-hop lover, uh, uh, of the music and everything. When you bring up their name, I'm like, what? Nah, man. Nah, nah, I, don't, I don't feel that like mm. they got to really been into it for a while to actually like have love for it or they just got to be a young mm. just hip-hop head most of the time for that so I, I think that's what was coming at and then uh, so we just gave y'all like I said we gave y'all the top three EPs of hip-hop hip-hop EPs and then we just gave y'all the top top five uh veteran albums of the year that we felt All right, we want to shout out our Patreon supporters, Lucius Aloysius Jackson, man. We want to say thank you again for that, man. We've got Steven, Steven Mixon, um, got Tate, that's my boy Blue, Marty, silent partner, Fran, the franchise. We got Corey, the foundation. We got Quay Quay, that's the day one she's been holding us down over here. Bird, Birdman, 
We got Ryan, Jack Ryan. We got Manuel, Mo Money. We got Jared Lil J on the track. We got Kazer and Kazer Kush on Twitch. Y'all go check that guy out. He's still like he's still doing his thing. Browns are winning out there. I know he's feeling good about himself. And then we have Oakland's favorite. We got Tyrus, man. Thank y'all for y'all support. And if y'all can't tell, uh, our latest thing that we didn't get brought on here is uh, I got a new mic. So hopefully we sounding better and better each time. And y'all are seeing it. And y'all are a big part of that. So I uh, want to thank you. Y'all, y'all contributions are not going to waste. It's going to add back to the pod. Appreciate y'all. I hope y'all continue to support. Thank you. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We done got a new supporter right here at the last second. So I'm definitely going to include him in on this episode. We got old Rodney, Raw Dog. Thank you for your support, man. And uh, welcome to the couch. Overrated album of the year. Fellas, uh, what's y'all thoughts on this? And then y'all, y'all know where I'm gonna go with it. If y'all been paying attention to if y'all called us before, uh, you'll know I, I have said several things about several albums throughout the year, and it's probably <laughs> gonna be one of those. <laughs> but I, I'll let y'all kick it off first. Uh Iggy. I go first. My overrated album of the year is The Weekend After Hours. Uh I know that's gonna upset people. I don't give a damn. It's overrated. <laughs> Okay, uh, you know, I, I listened to it. I haven't really wanted to go back and listen to it, but I did. And it's just not, you know, I, I feel like The weekend is good and he's good right now um, as far as like his, his fan, but he's global. So like the sound is there, it's working. It's never really going to change just because of his brand. But for me, man, I just don't want to keep hearing this poppy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to hear some, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to, I want a whole 12 tracks of just, weekend swooning to some dark shit you know what i'm saying like and uh you know that's just how i feel i don't feel like i mean i feel like the records that that popped they're cool but you know i just feel like they are i don't know it's just not i, I don't mean to, to cut potential. you off iggy but um press wasn't this this album in hey, your top five we're not gonna get to we get to that when i get to my I get to my it's, top it's, it's, album. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. If y'all didn't know, we have a top five mid-year R&B review on YouTube as well. You could definitely yes. go to that. It's probably going to be somewhere up here reminding you to go to that. But just just, just, just look at that and, and then come back here. and it is, It'll show you why some of these picks are, are kind of funny to us because this was in Prez's <laughs> top five. He really loved it. He loved poppy stuff, I, I guess. I, I don't. I don't. Right. I, I, you know. I didn't like the whole I didn't like the whole like gimmick shit he was doing with the bandages and 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 performing on the building beat up and shit like bro I just went with I really wasn't feeling it I mean I so. okay but we talking about this new age right here you ain't got the albums doing all want to spend all the money on your uh on your promotion like they should. You got to promote yourself. You got to find unique ways. See, I see that you remembered what he did. <laughs> like, so the promotion, yeah, yeah. Name out there a little bit more. Hey, hey, it worked. It worked. Don't, don't, don't. Let's not doubt it. It worked. <laughs> you, you, you're talking about it. <laughs> he's going to come out as a Super Bowl with a whole damn bandage lips. He ain't going to be singing. He'll be. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he is doing the Super Bowl. So some people, other people, really think uh, different than you do. Uh, so, Boom. but hey, we appreciate your thoughts. We appreciate your thoughts, even how wrong they are. But we appreciate them. <laughs> I guess I will start off next because I let Cash ended on this one right here. My overrated album of the year is Buster Rhymes' Distinction Level Event Two. And I, I love the concept of how he set these up. If y'all remember Extinction Level Event number one happened, I think, the at the end of 98. It happened at 98, going into year 99, going around 2000. So that's that's what it was going going into, which most people, hey, print song, party like it's 1999. A lot of people has it and things like 2000, they were, everything's supposed to end. And then now going into 2020, everybody, once again, is is. Well, this is 2020, but it was like, okay, everything's supposed to come to an end. We have a big pandemic and everything, extinction level event. It kind of fits the the theme that he was going for. But the promotion and build up for this, them selling it, I think they overhyped it for me. I mean, and like you saying with your with the uh promotion on uh on the weekend, this was the same thing with me. Like they they kind of oversold it to me. 
And then when I got to listen to the album, I'm like, man, I was expecting like you had been holding this back for a while. This is supposed to be fire track after fire track after fire track. And I, that's not what I got. So I went in with too high of expectations. And y'all know when you go, go to anything with too high expectations, it rarely lives up. And that's how this album felt to me. It did not live up to the expectation that was set. And that's why I, I'm putting it in my overrated album of the year. Yeah, you told and, me I didn't listen to that album, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you still ain't listening. I, I, no, I haven't. I, you told me, you was like, yo, I, you know, if you hadn't listened, you don't need to. <laughs> I, wasn't really, I really wasn't excited to go into it. So I get to it when I get to it, I guess. See, but I will say if you're if you're in that older uh, genre of listening, like if, if the 90s was your era, that's what you grew up in and that's what you love. Like uh, you're probably going to like Buster gave you more of that but with the less uh, radio play type music. It's more of the hardcore Buster and like him more rhyming a little bit more. So you may like him, but. Like I said, like he, they were selling it, so I'm expecting like this would be hit after hit after hit, or or just haymaker after haymaker. And I don't think he elevated his uh, uh, his sound a little bit enough for me, and made it up to date enough to me for me to get me that hype. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was cool for me, but I have no no resort to it because I mean, he dropped a reloaded a deluxe, and at that point. I mean, I know he hasn't dropped in it's probably almost been a decade since the last time he, he dropped the album. So I'm I'm sure he was excited about dropping and and you know it's cool, but I don't feel like this it was overrated. Yeah, I don't this feel like it was over yeah, he was saying stuff like that. But you know, you gotta understand you gotta take Buster's hypeness with a grain of salt, man. Like it was people it was other people saying that too. It was, yeah, it was a lot of people saying it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, before that, that came out, that it was, was like we heard that Buster and this album of the year. So yeah, yeah, behind the scenes like, for sure. Nah. Behind the scenes, yeah, they were saying that. <laughs> and, and I mean, that's what his promotion was saying too. He had Chris yeah, Rock hyping exactly. that up to me, like he was, <laughs> he was selling me something, and it just did not live up to the hype. That's what I'm saying. It did they not live up to the hype. Yeah, I, I agree with you, President. You know, if, if you're gonna sell it as that, then it needs to beat that. If it don't, yeah, then you gotta take it super ill. You could have just put it out. And Kate and people didn't have expectations. He may have gotten that. That's happened before. Yeah. So the next person, people. So the next person, people. I've known for like twenty years now. I've known him from twenty years. I kind of like can see where he's thinking. We haven't shown each other our list. We haven't discussed this at all. No. But I'm pretty sure I know where he's gonna go. Just just by the smile on his face. Go ahead and tell (laughs) him, Cash. Let's, Let's just go. Just because you don't understand him don't mean that he nice, okay? <laughs> it is Jay Electronica and Jay-Z's album. That is the most overrated album there is. I don't care if he's talking God body. I don't care if he's talking five percent like yo, I'm not with that. I'm not I'm not I'm not with it. I'm not trying to understand it. And I, I'm sure some of the things he's saying is high value and, and it's good stuff to listen to. And you know, my my pops, we we talked about it at nauseum about what it means. And yo, did you hear that? So me and my dad talked about it. I still was like, you know what? That's cool. I said don't like it. I said don't like it for the simple fact <laughs> that how are you going to use Jay-Z and your debut album when you haven't dropped and you have tracks with Just Blaze on your yeah. own. Come on, yeah. man. Like some of the songs he dropped with Just when they were supposed to drop an album, this dude is more, more than capable to holding down an album on his own. So while he had good tracks on there, don't get me wrong. It's no, it's not low quality rapping. It's not whack bars when he does rap on his own album it's not it's, it's none of that it's just super overrated because i waited so long just like prez just said about the buster rhymes all of the roll up all of the talk all of the behind the scenes oh man you heard that lost track by jay electronica blah 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 and then on top of that he throws like one or two old ass songs on the album so we waited yeah. all this time for you to come with Hove, and Hove had to get you out of I don't I, I really can't call it retirement I, I I don't know what to call it at this point out of hiding 
just to drop this. And then, I mean, the GOAT ain't coming on and, sma- and, and not smashing too many people. So I won't hold that against JLA. But then you run the risk of that too. So my thing is, why would you do that? Like, why would you do that on your debut yeah. when alone yeah. people love you? Yeah. The, the aura, the mystique. You could have dropped, dropped 10 tracks of pure dookie and people would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the next one he dropped, though, like, they would have get. I would have gave him way more credit if he would have did it without Jay. And for yeah. me, that was like, watch the throne, you know, minus 1.5. I mean, whatever you want to call it. That that's that's what it was, and he yeah. wasn't. He's not at yeah. Watch the Throne status. Jay don't do that for a lot of cats. I'm not sure why yeah. he did it for him, but it he, didn't do he him. Fuck with Jay Lett. Yeah, but it Jay didn't Lett. do him any justice. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it didn't do Jay Lett any. Jay didn't really cost Jay Z nothing. No, nothing. He's, but it, it, I mean, he has some but, dope, but, dope shit on. Yeah, he went in. Jay Z went in. <laughs> but I'm just for me, it's it's yeah, it's cheap. I mean, I, I have people that I fuck with heavy that have debuted their rookie or their debut album. And carried it and made classics, and and for Jay Let, you know, he has a lot of hype around him. Like, Lazy, like, bro. Yeah, he, yeah, he. People be like, yeah, he one of the, he one of the lyricists, top lyricists. He, he he beat Kendrick on Control. So you know, I'm hearing all this, and I'm like, all right. So this album, where's where's that at? And if you talking like, if you want to talk about premiere albums battling, you know, it's not seeing Kendrick premiere album. So. What are we talking about? Like, bro, you could have came, you had a 10 year gap to 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 create something by yourself to actually match the aura that is given to you. And you not only did you not only just got another rapper to help you through, it'd been one thing to get J. Cole or like, you know, somebody else to rap with him the whole way, but he got Jay-Z to rap with him the whole way. You feel me? Like- <laughs> And like I said, hey, it's good music. It's good music. It's Don't good. get me wrong. Like, but I was like, you could at least promote it as that. I went in thinking it was him. And I'm hearing Jay-Z the whole way. I'm like, bro, why is Jay-Z name not on this album with this man? Okay, okay, okay. Can I can I get a retort? Can, can I can I kind of here and talk a little bit? So y'all are basically saying if you come in and you in a group, you cannot be qualified and say you have a top lyrical type album. So uh, we talking I didn't about know he was in a group. Big, big, big boy, big boy. I didn't, I didn't know Jay Electronica was a group. It's a Jay Electronica on album. It's a Jay Electronica. It don't say Jay and Jay. It's not a Jay and Jay album. This is what y'all saying. You can't come out with a co-existing album with somebody else, part of somebody else, and be put in those categories. He got COVID, man. Somebody check on man. He's sick. He is sick. He just trying to call this shit a group album. Hey, but you said this is what y'all are saying. Y'all saying you can't do this, and I think that's what's going on. Like it, it was he great. Said, by the way. He said, he said that's definitely what y'all that saying. You saying the locks, the locks. You're talking about the locks. You're talking about. You're talking about. Yeah, they sheep, loops. They're, they're done. They're done. Mute his they mic. do have a mute mute his mic. Look at it this way. It was Jay with Electronica. Jay Electronic. Put the bash in between. Right there, you there you go. When you, when, you, <laughs> when, you type in search, when you type in search and title to search for this album, what artist name do you put in? Jay and Electronica. Both of them. Jay Electronica. There you go. Okay. All right. Bullshit. <laughs> but, but whatever. That that that's my most overrated. Hey, album remember what he was saying about up in here when he's talking about hey, he was giving you the five percent of bars and all this little stuff because. Eh, I think you're gonna eat a couple of your words here later on. I'm I'm, I'm almost positive, cool. but I, cool. I I respect your opinion, even though both of y'all came at my head. If you listen at this top five, uh, I mean the mid year review, the the things that I held in high regard, both of them, just disrespect, <laughs> disrespect. <laughs> hey man, what's what's the next y'all, category? Y'all, what's y'all the, let's get out of here, that. man. Y'all I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of this guy. I'm tired of this guy and this group album. <laughs> All right, all right. So last time I'm so, discussing it. Yeah, let's let's go into the rising star of the year. And we're gonna define this as somebody who may be on a like second album, third album, or something like this that, that's constantly constantly like elevating a little bit. Uh they they may have started off with you saying, oh, okay, gotta check for this. 
but now you hear them on the next one and they're they're getting even better and they're they deserve more acclaim than they're actually getting or more more shine uh so we'll start with you cash uh go ahead and give us your rising star of the year so my rising star of the year goes by a guy out of atlanta his name is deontay hitchcock so he he dropped a uh a double I, I believe it's a double album, man. Or is he just the, calling the, it deluxe? He dropped the album, and that was the deluxe. We oh, okay, we got the deluxe album. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of with that said, the album's called Better, and this is—I'm not sure if I've ever heard a, a cat drop twenty some odd tracks. Now it's probably maybe about seventeen tracks with skits, or or fifteen if I'm spitballing here. But I've never seen a cat do that be new to me and me jump on board wholeheartedly with open arms with open arms. It, mm. it was so damn good that we did a review on an album that we knew he was going to take an L on as far as views six months after it came out. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how good this dude is. He reminds me of a, uh, of a, of a J Cole ish. He, he raps in that vein but he has a an extreme southern drawl, like you could tell he's from the south. You know what I mean? But these these bars that this guy has, man, like he's something to be to be reckoned with, man. He was on the same yeah. track as Reason. He's on the same track as JID, and uh, I, I gotta Hell say, he Hell probably bested them on those tracks and his musicality throughout the whole album. He take you in to every emotion. You know what I mean? Whether you talk, whether he's just talking shit or he's talking about the ladies or he's talking pimp shit or he's talking about some relationship that he went through, club shit, or just rapping, just just out rapping people. And he, or concepts. He has concepts too. So, man, whatever it I is. I get what you're saying, Cash. Whatever it is I he's doing, he's a rock hey, star. Can we, can we throw a box up here, hey. link him to the album, or y'all go on YouTube and find it? Hey, like, hey. like he's saying, we knew it was going to take a hit on that. But we 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 thought it was the right thing to go ahead and make sure people get put on because we came to it late. So go ahead and check out that review. Go ahead, Iggy. I was gonna say, um, Cash, have you dove into his catalog a little bit since listening to that album? Yeah, I went back to a few EPs. Yep. I was gonna say, um, so much for good luck is probably my favorite from him. Uh, came out a couple years ago, 2017, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm adding so it right tap now. In there, bro. Yeah, he on like a bicycle in front of the apartment door or something like that. It's shit hard, bro. That's yeah, kind yeah. of what put me on. Dang. As y'all can see, Iggy already knew about him, and immediately, like shit. when we heard about this album, <laughs> we hit him up, and we was just like, "Hey, why you didn't tell us? Why you ain't say nothing? Why you didn't we mention review it? albums?" Every I week, you ain't say a like, damn come on, thing. man! Like, man, just tell us. Like, you know, we missed it. You listen at the pie. I I had no idea. I know he I rapped Dreamville. I know he's one of the yeah. artists on Dreamville, but that's an, that's another thing. Like that that little powwow that they had in 2019. Reason mm. came out on top. Deontay yeah, Hitchcock, JID. Buddy, they all came out. anime, like it's a lot of dudes that came out of there that have dropped fire since then. They just have, they they may not have made the list, but if you listening to the few artists I just said, you need to go yeah, down they got their music heat. ASAP. They got some heat. All right, I guess I'll go next. Uh, my rising star, speaking of that same vein, coming out of that same little group that we just mentioned was Reason, New Beginnings, man. And uh, we also reviewed this album on here, so you can definitely go check that out. But I mean, he he basically grew from where he was already in high regard between us, me and Cash, like actually talking about. And where I say he grew at was like he was he was lyrical always, but then like his flow may have not been grow from press. Where did he go grow from? What album was that? Uh, dang, I forget it. It's like when you walk into the house. I was just trying to tee you there up. You I, I just want okay. to speak a little bit more. On reason, there you have it. My <laughs> yeah, bad, yeah. My bad, my there bad. you have it. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you what the album cover looks like. I ain't know the know the album off the top of my head, but it's in my phone. I, I got all that. But yeah, uh, and, and just his flow, which I didn't really think needed to mature. 
matured even more. And like he gave it a little, he he learned how way he was putting extra emphasis on like his bars and make sure you like he he definitely has strong bars, but hey, he was getting a little bit more methodical with it. Like he he'll come in just rapping something a little bit lower and then you know and, and using the inflection of his voice to actually emphasize a little bit more. And uh when it didn't need it, he didn't he didn't throw that out there. When the song could just flow better on and ride a beat, that's what he learned how to do. Ride yeah. a beat even yeah. better than he was already doing. Yeah, and yeah. uh the songs on there was like show stop, uh I can make it show featuring Raff, Rafferty. Yeah, it had wait, like wait. uh <laughs> <laughs> uh so he had a song on there, I, I can make it with featuring Rhapsody. And then right. right after he had that song fall that just fit perfectly together because he's talked yes. about yeah, Why are you disrespecting Rhapsody and losing, uh, not listening to that Rhapsody when you, you should be catalyzed, uh, categorizing her in the top uh, anything, lyricist of anything, anything? Yeah, any top anything. No woman category, just best lyricist, best artist. If she drops the yeah. best shit. Like, yep. And then the final one I want to throw out there, and I think this would just be more to my style, was uh, Extinct, which he had with J.I.D. and Isaiah Rashad, and big Isaiah mm-hmm. Rashad fan. So, like, mm-hmm. just hearing something new with Isaiah Rashad on that, and all of them just kind of clicked that together and, like, killed that track. So, definitely, Reason, New Beginnings. If you haven't heard of it, if you haven't been listening, go listen at it. If you need some more info about that album, go check our review that we have on YouTube. Uh, and then... So that's that's mine. Do y'all have anything else to say on it? If not, nah, man. Ex- excellent picks, man. Excellent uh, picks. All right, then. Iggy, 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 what you got? Um. So first of all, before I give my actual pick, I wanted I was going to use this time to plug in some some local guys that I might have on a podcast and give y'all projects from them. Um. First one is a uh, Keenan Rush. It's called. Long Live the King, K-E-E-N-G, Long Live the King. Just dropped a couple months ago. Uh, it's like, I think it's about like eight tracks. <clears throat> Dope shit. Like, y'all talking about Deontay Hitchcock. Y'all talking about um, J.I.D. Like, he kind of on that type of vibe. And then the other one that I'm going to have, hopefully have on um, here soon, uh, Chris P. And he's um, affiliated with Isaiah Rashad and, and uh he just dropped a three song EP called The Hat Trick. Uh, and it's hard. He got a sample from uh, Kid Cuddy on there. Uh, and it's dope. So y'all check them out. Uh, but as far as my actual rising Hold up. Before you get even further, any further, why didn't I hear about that one? Like, <laughs> that sounds like right up my alley. <laughs> like, why am I hearing about it on here? Like, why you need to... They just dropped, literally. Long as the dropped. Lola the King dropped probably about maybe three weeks ago. It was right around Thanksgiving, uh, right. like a week before. And then uh, Chris B, I've had his. I'll, I, I, I'm going to tell him when I see him, he gave it to me in July. And uh, I've been listening to it for like four months. And I, I was going to hit him up like, bro, like, I'm going to leak your shit, bro, if we don't drop. Because, like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep holding this and be listening to it. And, like, it's not out. But it, it came out. So it came out. Last week was when it dropped. So, uh, where can the people find it? Is it uh, all the normal platforms? all the normal streaming sites? Yeah, uh, his crispy is crispy house, um, hat trick EP, and then Keenan Rush, K, his name Keenan K E E N O N Rush, uh, Lonely Long Live the King. The King is K E E N G. Uh, those are the local guys, but but my actual rising star is uh, somebody that I struggle with in my R&B rankings. Um, his name is Blexed um, from LA. Long, uh, what's this? What's the album called? I got it right here. Yeah. No, no love lost, bro. Fire, bro. Fire, bro. R and B. It is been. I can't wait till we get to those because R and B. It has been a great. And I am not an R and B cat by any means. I listen, but I'm not an R and B cat by any means. But this year, like he's got some songs on here. Let's see, overrated. Uh, Gang Slide, he got a song with Don Kennedy on here called Got, got It All, uh, with Ty Dollar called Chosen, uh, but it's mostly him, and uh, it's a little bit of rappy, it's not a lot of rap though, it's kind of like the anime, you know, kind of them guys, but he sings a little bit, he's more of a singer, so uh, he's from LA, man, y'all gotta check that out, it, it, I had a, I had a trouble kind of with where to put that on my R&B, but we'll get to that later. But uh, but yeah, man, that's my rise. It's start I think next year. 
he gonna be one of the guys that pop up that nobody was hearing about this year. That next year they're gonna be like, oh shit, he hard. Um, so yeah. Okay. Okay. So there you have it, man. They go all our rising stars of the year. Uh, got you in different pockets as you're going over here. Uh, if you want to have further discussions on any of this, uh, you can hit us all up. I'm pretty sure Cash got it somewhere down here. Each one of our little handles and, and, and everything. So, uh, and then uh, Iggy, you want to tell them about what you talk about on your podcast and give us a, a little outro on what you got? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my podcast is uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, it's it's kind of it's more local. I'm from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, so I try to sit down with local entrepreneurs, artists, whatever, but starting to branch out a little bit on that. Um, but uh, yeah, topics are pretty much life topics, uh, depending on the guest. If it's an artist, I'll talk about music a little bit more. But if it's a business person, I'll talk about it a little bit more. But it's all life-based. Uh, we talk about personal things, what's going on in the world, what's going on in the local community. Um, and yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a, and then, you know, I have the, I have like my mini episodes where I, you know, I talk about certain topics and I f- focus on that or, you know, something going on with my day that made me give a perspective or something like that. So yeah, man, y'all tune in. Uh, Iggy's Live My Podcast on Spotify, Apple. Uh, Instagram is Iggy's Live My Podcast all together. And, uh, and if you are interested in, local upcoming artists or musicians man come fuck with me because uh you know i have a lot of those people on and if you follow them their music is really good i probably i probably mentioned a couple today but yeah 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 and and like he's saying he has the many uh episodes that he have where it's just him one-on-one just speaking to the mic and telling talking about situations whatever uh happened in life i know he had the one couple couple, uh, he gave it time to settle when he talked about Kobe, it was uh, a while later, so he had more clear thought out forwards. And then uh, he also had an episode where he thought about, where he spoke on the whole situation that was going on within the uh, within the whole U.S. at the time when all the riots and stuff was going oh, on. Yeah, how, yeah. How that affect both of those were high hitting uh, uh, on his uh, channel. Okay, so definitely go good. check that out on his podcast. Check yeah, that man, out. Sure, appreciate that. But yeah, uh, Prez has spoke to some earlier, but we definitely want to get you guys this list as well if you're watching or listening. So definitely head to whatever podcast streaming that you're listening to, whether it's YouTube, drop the albums that we're talking about as far as EPs, Veterans of the Year. Give us your top five. Give us your top three. Put it in the comments. Maybe we haven't heard it. Maybe maybe we can push these people to the front next year as they drop more projects. We always want to be put on. So this is just what we like, though. This is what we like. Well, I hope y'all been enjoying the content so far. But uh, this is going to be a long one, people. We recorded over four hours worth of content, but we're respectful of your time. So we decided to split this into smaller, digestible episodes. We're going to split this into four episodes to be specific. We still have the rookie of the year album to talk on, verse of the year, worst verse of the year, top R&B EPs. We got top 10 R&B albums, and then we got the top 10 rap albums. we're going to split those up and like I said, into three more episodes. We're going to release these on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So if you're catching this one at first and it's uh, on the Tuesday, we're going to release the next portion on the Thursday. Uh, and that's going to carry us over for the next couple of weeks because it's working out good for us. Because guess what, people? We're back on. It's still 2020 and they ain't letting us forget. We're back on lockdown over here. So we can't have the the usual in, in, in studio pod session so we're probably gonna be doing virtual for a little bit after that but uh it is what it is man we we didn't last this long in 2020 might as well uh stick it on out so this has been the don't sleep on the couch podcast and iggy's loud mouth podcast you can find both of those podcasts wherever you find podcast services go check them out go rate us comment on it uh it also you can find don't sleep on the couch podcast on youtube as well we have some of our visual of the same audio portion that we put up um, if you go on the youtube 
you'll see our uh, visual portion and then we'll have all our handles to instagram all our social media come in join in on the conversation on those and uh yeah if you caught some albums up in there that you didn't really know about but we mentioned said they was up on our youtube we got extensive catalog there we have several several we got over we almost hitting up on 100 episodes now of podcast y'all can go there and check out any of the old episodes i promise you it's still good content we go back and we 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 done moved our podcast this year, so we know uh, the quality of our content that we put out there. We have re-edited some episodes to make it sound better uh, back when we was, was struggling. We have all these mics and stuff that the Patreon supporters done uh, help us uh, get. And if you, we also got a Patreon. <laughs> so if you want to support us there, uh, head over to Patreon. We got three tiers. We got a $3, $5, and $10 tier. Uh, if you want to uh, help us cut down on some of our costs a little bit, uh, please go there, support us there. And yeah, we'll see y'all on the next one. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>